the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next two hours, we're talking about cars. Sometimes the lines are all tied up, and sometimes they're empty, like they are right now, 602-508-0960. If you have a question or a problem, or perhaps you want to run a scenario by us, then that's all you have to do. Give us a call, 602-508-0960. Gil's running the board. That means he's kind of the pilot, I'm the co-pilot, but if anything happens to the show, it's my fault. So, And it's not because Gil says that, it's because I say that. This portion of Unhood is brought to you by Air Park Auto Service. Folks, the best car repair shop list is on my website, MarkSalem.com. Those folks on that best car repair shops list are the best in the valley. Air Park Auto is one of them. They've been around since 1985. Nadine and Stacy built and opened Air Park Auto. Stacy passed away and Nadine runs the show. So if you really want to do business with a lady-owned auto repair shop where a lady doesn't answer to any man, and if you live in North Scottsdale, anything north of, gosh, I don't know, north of Shea, from all the way from Fountain Hills to 56th Street, then I would suggest that you develop a relationship with Air Park Auto Service and perhaps just go in and have an oil change done and see how you like them. So again, Air Park Auto, they're on Raintree just east of Hayden, and Raintree's about three or four blocks south of Frank Lloyd Wright or Bell Road, in other words. In other words. Okay, I have a question for you. How many different advanced driver assistance systems do you think a car can have? So we've how many systems in a car that will help the driver stay out of trouble? Just come up with a number, any number. And I'm going to tell you that it's north of 10, and it's probably slightly less of 20. But I'm going to tell you about a couple of them. Number one, we have adaptive cruise control. I really like adaptive cruise control, and I'm... Okay, once again, that's my fault. That's nobody else's fault, but that's my fault. But anyway, we were talking about technology. We were talking about advanced driver's assistance systems. So the question is, is how many computerized systems do we have in newer model cars that actually help the driver stay safe? And I'm going to tell you that the number is between 10 and 20. So let's talk about a couple of them. 
For instance, we have adaptive cruise control. I like this. I use it all the time. And I think it's something that's really, really beneficial. So I'm on my way up to the mountains. And uh, traffic's kind of heavy. And I'm throttling up and letting go and throttling up and letting go. And I find, find somebody who's, you know, doing a speed I'm comfortable with. So I kind of pull in behind him. I set my cruise control. And then I say to the car, I want you to stay four or five or six car lengths behind that guy. And my car will follow him. Now, if his cruise control set, and I saw this the other day for the first time, I saw three cars, and I was the last. I saw three cars traveling from Phoenix to Payson, and they were perfectly spaced, and they were going a couple of mile an hour less than everybody else that was driving like a maniac. And the three of them stayed together. <laughs> it was really nifty to watch. As the car in front of me slowed down, I slowed down. As the car in front of him slowed down, he slowed down. Now, if the front car accelerated up, like, for instance, if they were coming off of a hill and we start the downhill, if the front car accelerates up two or three miles an hour, the second car does too and the third car does too. So we're all kind of set up. And, and basically, your car is just following the car in front of you. Now, you don't want to set your adaptive cruise control if somebody's in front of you is throttling up, throttling down, throttling up, throttling down. That would drive you crazy. Okay, number two, traffic sign recognition. This is something that your car has the ability to look at traffic signs because they're all different shapes. It doesn't really have to read them. It just has to know that a triangle is yield and an eight-sided octagon is a stop sign. But it also can interpret based on GPS on where you're at and what you're doing. Number three, emergency parking, uh, emergency braking, and a pedestrian detection and collision avoidance. This is really small writing. That's the reason why I'm struggling with this. So we have this forward radar, and it and it's going to tell you and probably brake your car, apply the brakes on your car, if there's an emergency in front of you, a pedestrian in front of you, or it looks like you're going to have a collision. I've told you a couple of times, I'm coming between Pine and Payson, 65 miles an hour. My wife's sitting next to me. It's dark. We round this corner, all of a sudden red lights come on that illuminate the entire windshield. They're right in front of my face. The car is hammering the brakes. The ABS is activating, and I don't really even know what's going on. And the, the car automatically brings me down to about three or four miles an hour. And on the right-hand side and on the left-hand side of the road, it probably is 20 elk. And so it saw that, and it immediately braked the car, and I never saw it. It was too dark. So then you kind of sit there, and the car kind of rolls slowly three or four miles an hour. We get past it, and here comes this guy behind me, and he's going pretty fast. And so I start tapping my brakes, tapping my brakes. He sees that. He backs off. And so then finally we just drive on by. I have no idea what about the other people. So that's number three. Number six is actually number four is lane departure warning. So the car has the ability to watch the lines on both sides of your lane, and it's going to talk to you in some way with a horn, with a sound device or a visual device, to tell you that you've gone out of your lane. So that's kind of nice if you have that, if you continue to look at your phone. Now that is not, that's not, I'm not suggesting that you do that. I'm simply saying that if you're continually looking at your phone, which you shouldn't be anyway, and you depart from your lanes, then you're going to have some kind of warning. But sometimes you're going to hit something before you have a warning. So don't count on that happening. So we've got lane part departure warning. 
We have surround sensing, which is 360 degrees around your car, and it will tell you what's around your car. So if you're in your car at a traffic light, then um, if there's a car approaching you from the right, it'll know. Number six, cross-traffic alert. As you come up to an intersection, this is, this is the next phase. As you come up to the intersection, your car is going to talk to all the other cars. And if the car on your right is going to be barreling through the intersection, your car is going to talk to the car on the right, and the car on the right is not going to answer. So your car is going to stop and let that other idiot blow by. So that's kind of nifty when you start talking about cross-traffic alert. If you're approaching an uncontrolled intersection, the car is going to ask all the other cars, where are you? And it's going to say, yep, everybody's far enough away. You can just go through slowly. Or it's going to say, nope, somebody's coming from your left, somebody's coming from your right, and, um, and they don't want you to go further. So we've got cross-traffic alert. We're going to take a call real quick, but we've got one, two, three, four more to talk about, and but we'll take the call first. Good morning. What's your name? Hi, it's oh. Lee. Hi, Lee. How can I help you? Uh, a while back, listen to your show, I have a uh, an 01 Mercedes, and you were talking about fuel, and uh, you said that uh, regardless of what, People say there's no need to buy, to put the top premium fuel uh, in my Mercedes. So I have changed, and uh, I've saved a few dollars, but I also had just among friends, I said, you're foolish, you're foolish. You should not be buying that low-grade fuel for the Mercedes. Okay. Well, um, this is how I would respond to that kind of a discussion. Your car has a knock sensor on the engine block, and regular gasoline explodes in the blink of an eye, so it's kind of like popping a balloon, okay? Mm -hmm. So it has an instantaneous explosion. Now, you know how when you blow up a balloon, but you don't tie the neck, and you let it go, and it kind of goes like that? Well, that's what premium fuel... Um, is is kind of like that. The burn is a little longer. And let me give you an example. The the regular gasoline, one molecule, and this is a stupid example, but you'll get the you'll get it. One molecule well, ignites ten thousand. No, no, no. I'm not being derogatory. I I, I don't I want anybody to say, Mark, you're you're Mark. You're not giving them one molecule ignites ten thousand. Ten thousand ignite a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand ignite a million. Okay, that's that is an exact or that is an example of regular. Here's premium. Okay. One ignites two, two ignites four, four ignites six. The difference in millionths of a second is a half a millionth of a second. So here's the deal. You have a knock sensor in your car, and the reason cheap gasoline will hurt your car is, is you'll have what we call pre-ignition. So otherwise, the gas explodes before it's supposed to. Well, the knock sensor hears and sees that, so it retards your time in a degree or two. There is no benefit. Your car's not going to love you more. Your car's not going to last longer. Your alternator's still going to fail. You're still going to need spark plugs. But the issue is this. The issue is, is if your wife were to fill your car up a couple of times and not tell you what she put in it, I'll bet you $100 against your one 
that you're not going to be able to tell the difference, and the best you're going to get is a 50-50 if you guess. And I want to tell you that I have a high-performance Corvette, and I use premium in it because this is a 200-mile-an-hour car, and it'll get there in a very short period of time, and the motor is so expensive that if it knocks, I may not be able to back off the throttle fast enough for this motor not to self-destruct. I've been in this business 37 years. We put knock sensors on cars in the, gosh, in the mid-80s, early 90s. The computer watches the knock sensor. And by the way, the communication between these two is, is thousands of times a second. So what happens is, is most people can't tell the difference. I would say 90% of the people can't tell the difference, and it depends on the car. And all I'm saying is you're going, to sa you're going to save money. You're not going to hurt the motor. You're not going to blow up the motor. And, and if you and I owned Mercedes and it was the, the cream of the crop, you and I would tell everybody to put premium in it because we wouldn't dare tell anybody to put regular in it because we would no longer have that status symbol. My Tahoe says right on the side, use premium. I don't. My wife's Jaguar, when she had it, says use premium. I didn't. Those cars ran 100,000 miles with no problem. So you can do whatever you want, but I challenge you, you work it out with your wife. Maybe you fill her car up and she fills your car up, and you do that two or three or four times. I promise you, you'll never know the difference. Now, before I end this, I want to ask you, which Mercedes do you have? <laughs> which one do I have? Yes. It's the uh, 2001 E320. Okay. I just want I didn't I didn't want it to be an an S500 or something like that. Some of those bigger motors are monster motors and some of those may very well intermittently ping or knock on you. And even if it's a knock and it's a, it's in short duration, there's nothing that's going to happen because we had cars in the 70s and 80s that knocked all the time. And I never yep. saw an engine go to engine heaven because of a pre-ignition although I saw an engine go to engine heaven because it was overheated, which caused a knocking, which destroyed the engine. But the overheat was far more responsible for the engine damage than the knocking that was created by the overheat. So it's kind of like which came, comes first, the chicken or the egg. And this came we overheated, then we have a bunch of knocking, and even if the car would have had premium, we would have still had the knocking because the high temperatures are going to cause that. So boom, the motor goes. So, you know what? Don't open this conversation at dinner because you're going to have a bunch of guys that are going to argue with you. So, just forget it and <laughs> save yourself, I don't know, five, 15 cents a gallon. Great. And um, I'm staying with you. I did after that last show, and uh, you just uh, um, uh, backed it up for me. So, I'm staying with the um, uh, regular. Thanks. Okay. All right, you're more than welcome. We've got open line 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. When we come back, we're going to talk about the surround view on your car, which has a lot to do with your side rear view mirrors. And what can your rear view mirrors tell you that will save your life? And when we get back, we'll talk about that. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. 
When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. I'm Lon Hee Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. The effort to repeal and replace Obamacare has now moved to the United States Senate, where our elected representatives have the important responsibility of improving upon the American Health Care Act, the reform legislation that passed the House a few weeks ago. There will likely be disagreements between senators over key issues, like how best to ensure access to coverage for those with pre-existing health conditions how to make health insurance more affordable for those who don't get it through their employers or the government, and how best to reform Medicaid, the state federal health program targeted at low-income Americans. These are significant issues, but senators can and should find a way to address their differences. Getting to yes will likely involve compromise and movement away from an ideal position, but senators shouldn't allow the perfect to be the enemy of the good. They have been given a golden opportunity to repeal Obamacare and replace it with market-based reforms that will lower health costs. Here's to hoping that they don't squander it. I'm Lon Hee Chen. Well, welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here at your service. 602-508-0960. Tim, you hang on. I'll be with you in just a second. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Kurt's Auto Repair. I can I can just talk for an hour about Kurt and Eric and Jeff Kurtz knows the difference between right and wrong. Jeff is the service manager, and he is an ASC master technician. Then we got Eric on the floor that's kind of the lead tech, and he's also an ASC master technician. They've been around since 1987. They work on gas and diesels, and they're well-trained. They're certified. They understand the process. Symptoms, diagnosis, estimate, repair. And then verification that the symptom is gone. <laughs> so if you live anywhere near I-17 and Bell, northeast corner, then and you don't have a garage, then I would suggest that Kurtz Auto would be a good place for you to go. Tim, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Uh, brush with greatness. I'm finally glad to talk to you. Okay. I've got a uh, 2013 Infinity uh, 6MT. That means just basically means it's a six-speed manual, and uh, I picked this car up 
Carl, Carl of my dreams, and I've had I've had it for a couple of months, and I've had nothing but problems out of it. And I'm kind of calling you to try to find out how I can approach the dealer with these warranty issues. Uh, right now, the car is currently sitting in my garage at home in Chandler, and the clutch is sitting on the floor. Um, the clutch pedal, that is. And uh, into the shop under this symptom multiple times. The previous owner, I saw their uh, their log when I was there last time. Last time I was there, they replaced the clutch pedal assembly in its entirety and said, this will, this will fix you up. And lo and behold, my car sitting in the garage with clutch pedal laying on the floor. Will not go into gear. Okay, so, well, of how, course how, it won't go if the clutch pedal is going is all the way to the floor. Do, do you know if this is a hydraulic clutch or a cable clutch? It is hydraulic. Okay. Well, it's on the floor right now because the hydraulic system failed. So the question is, is we have three components of the hydraulic system. We have the pedal. We have the master cylinder that the pedal attaches to. The pedal pushes on the master cylinder. The master cylinder develops pressure. It goes down to the slave, and the slave makes the clutch work. So if they've just done the clutch pedal, how, do you know if they've done the master or the slave? They have not, per, per the record okay. on the, in the dealership. All right. Well, that certainly is the next place I would go. Now, I think, but I'm not sure, I think that they probably looked up technical service bulletins and they saw lots of chatter within the infinity market about your clutch pedal. So they probably replaced it based on that chatter because I can assure you, you didn't go in with the clutch pedal sitting on the floor and the hydraulic system completely down and they'd replace the clutch pedal. So I don't know what the first time, what the symptoms were the first time, but this is no big deal. I, I can tell you that what normally happens is the shop just looks at it and says, oh, it has to be the slave. They put a new slave on it and the car comes back in a week. And then you put a master on it and now the car's fixed. Well, on one hand, you're trying to save the customer money. On the other hand, you did cost them a little money because there's some duplication of labor in, in, inside of that. But when the customer looks you in the eye and says, hey, I'm only going to pay for one of them, you better be a good enough diagnostician to make this happen, then you just got to make it happen. If I were you, I would be gentle and kind but firm and say to them, um, I've had clutch problems in this car. I'm very unhappy with the service of this car, and I would appreciate it if you have to do the hydraulic system. Can we do the master, the hose, and the slave all at once? And then I go from there. Because sometimes, one out of a 100, that hoses the problem where we've separated the inner and the outer liner, so now it becomes some kind of a gullet. And all the, all, you push pressure on it, and the hose interior, in the interior of the hose, it swells up and blocks the hydraulic fluid. And there is no obvious external view of that so that's what I would do I would just say but keep in mind here too you're not the original owner and yes the car has a warranty on it but you didn't buy the car from them so there's going to always be a little difference between the guy that bought it and if he's dealing with the same dealer he bought it he's gonna have an advantage over the next guy so if the next guy goes to a B dealer and he's the second owner, he's not going to be treated exactly the same as the original owner at the original dealership. And unfortunately, I don't make the rules, but I can tell you, um, I think most everybody in our industry would agree with that. Sure. So that's and my if, advice. 
And I appreciate that, and that's kind of, that's why I'm calling it. How do how do I approach these guys? Because I brought this in with a well, I reported the symptom last time when I was on a long drive, and the clutch pedal would not return to its, its upper limit. So I was in fixed gear on this long drive, and I put my foot down to the ground, and the clutch pedal's laying there. So I brought it to them with this symptom, and there, and even though I I printed out the PSB that I found, they said, no, this doesn't apply to your vehicle, even though, it, in my opinion, it did. I, it seemed like they keep trying to do okay. the easy things first without going into the transmission, without dropping it and doing the, the slave, which is internal. Okay, okay, hold on. You've just moved to third place now. You're not the original owner, it's the original dealer. You're the second owner, and maybe not the original dealer. And now you're a guy that brings in the technical service bulletin. Now you're the guy that wants to direct the repair. Now you're the guy that um, wants to be involved in the diagnosis and the repair. And that's not going to work. Sure. That's not going to work. The easiest way to turn everybody's head around, the easiest way is to just go in there and hand them that crap off the Internet and tell them to fix it because Charlie in Virginia said that this is what's going to fix your car in Phoenix, Arizona. You, Tim, you just can't do that. That just rocks the relationship from the ground. It's no different than walking into a doctor and saying, I got a toothache, start yanking all my teeth. Or I got a toothache, check my ears. Or I got a toothache and my knee hurts. I mean, it's just, you can't do that. Symptoms, Tim. Symptoms only. That's what you want to do is give them symptoms only. And then when they call you, say to them, have, have you, what did you find? Please write that on the work order. And thank you very much. I hope this works. So you want them on your side. You don't want that service writer to think that every time they deal with you, it's going to be a battle. And, and I'm just giving you the best advice I can give you, and I follow my own. When I go to the dealership on a new car, they don't know that they're talking to Mark the car guy. They don't know they're talking to a master technician. I hand them the keys. I give them a written list of what I want them to address, and it's all symptom-driven. So I don't tell them how to fix my car, and most of the time, they do a good job. So we got to take a break, and 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, the lines are wide open. My name's Mark Salem. This is KKNT 960 AM. We'll be back in just a minute. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. (laughs) 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday on Middle East Radio Forum, our guest will be David Horowitz, editor of Front Page Magazine, who will discuss his new book, Big Agenda, and the Muslim and left-wing infiltration of American universities and the denial of freedom of speech. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number six. Find the latest articles from Town Hall, Hot Air, or even the most recent posts from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and more. All on the Patriot app news feed. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. On Saturdays, we're here from 11, to, actually, till 10 till 12, 10 to 12, talking about car and car repair. Let me tell you about SNS. SNS Tire on the West Side has been around a long time. They've been around since 1976. They have three locations Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They offer a really great line of tires. They've got many different brands and many different sizes, so they can give you a tire estimate with good, better, best tires, along with all the other ancillary charges. So they can tell you how much you have to write your check for before you leave your house. 
So they've got everything imaginable for your vehicles from wheelbarrow tires to tractors to big trucks to small tires, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 inch tires. It makes no difference. They'll balance your tires. They do alignments and suspension work. So if you're in the West Valley and you're looking for tires, I'd like to suggest you just stop by S&S and have them bid your tires. Okay, let's go to the phone. We're going to go to JD. JD, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. I'm caring for a Ford Expedition year 2000 that belonged to my father who passed away about three years ago. It okay. has a battery drain, battery drain, and okay. uh, I've tracked it down to the circuits on Fuse 15, and I've consulted okay. the owner's manual, like you say, and it says that the following circuits pass through Fuse 15. Can I read those to you? You know, it won't do you any good because I already have an answer for you. Okay. You, you, here's, here's what you have to do. You, you have to identify that the draw is there, and then you have to take each one of those circuits down and watch the amp draw. So we I use inductive. Okay. So which one of the circuits is the circuit that uh, is holding you up? It's on Fuse 15, and there's several of them that are in the owner's manual. No, I no. can read them to you. Oh, no. Sorry. Listen to me. What I let's pretend that there's five circuits on Fuse 15. Okay. I'm trying to explain to you how to determine which one of the five it is. Okay. I don't care what they are. Uh, okay. We had the same thing the other day on a Corvette. It came in and it had a significant draw on I don't know Fuse 20. So we looped the fuse. We took the fuse out and we looped it. We used an inductive amp probe, and it had a seven and a half amp, amp draw. So then we looked at the, our our documents are a little bit more sophisticated than your owner's manual. We looked and we said, okay, well it's got three circuits on it. So we just disabled one circuit at a time. Well, the second circuit, the draw went away. Well, the second circuit was the seat motor on the driver's side. So then we unplugged the seat motor, put the fuse back in, the draw is gone. We put the fuse back in, the draw is back. So then we flip the seat over and we find out the switch is bad and the switch is causing the motor to stay on. So we replace the switch, everything's fine. That's the process to track down a short. You're probably going to need an inductive amp probe. You're going you're to need a wiring diagram so that you can disable those circuits. And you're going to probably, it's going to take you some time. Because it, it took my guys two hours to track that seat down because they had to eliminate all the other circuits. So I can't tell you what's wrong with your expedition. I think I can, I, I've done a good job in explaining the process that you should do to find that particular thing. So that's all I can help you with because if anything else, I'd be guessing. I'd just be guessing on the repair, and I don't think that that's in your best interest. Anyway, J.D., thank you very much. Good luck to you. And Martin, you're up next. Martin, how can I help you? Yeah, hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, yeah, yes, I've sir. got a 2003 Mazda van, and the engine overheated because I blew a hose, and by the time I got off the road, you know, all the water was gone. So now my little indicator is saying it's missing. Okay. And, um, well, some of the guys have said, you know, it's probably, you know, you burnt your exhaust valves, maybe. Well, okay, well, it's always a bad idea to... It's a bad idea to um, have a whole bunch of people guess with your money. I mean, right. that's kind of like me me calling you, Martin, and saying, "Hey, go down to the casino and bet, you know, a thousand bucks on number seven at the roulette table." 
Um, I, I, let me let me ask you a couple questions because sure. first of all, an exhaust valve is a stupid, s- stupid, stupid guess. Uh-huh. Let me ask you a question. I need to know when you when you park it at night. The next morning, it's going to run bad, but there's going to be a time, 30 seconds to two minutes, where all of a sudden it runs better. Yeah. That's now what's true. happening? Okay, see, I wasn't born yesterday. Here's what's going on. You blew the head gasket, okay? Uh. So you got pressure in the cooling system. You put water in the cooling system, and when you drive it, there's pressure, 18 pounds of pressure, 16 pounds of pressure in the water system. When you shut it off, the cylinders, by the way, have 120 pounds of pressure. So 18 against 120, the cylinders are going to win. But when mm-hmm. you shut it off, the 120 goes to zero. Now the 18, 16, 18 pounds of pressure is the king. So the water's going to go into one cylinder. So when you start it the next morning, that cylinder doesn't want to fire because it's got more water in it than gasoline. So uh. until you get the water out, then the cylinder will come back. So I'm telling you right now, I'm 100% sure, but if you agree with my symptom analysis where it runs poorly first thing in the morning from 30 seconds to 3 minutes, then magically it starts idling run and rides nice, but it continues to overheat, it continues to consume water, then it's a blown head gasket. How many miles are on? About 150,000. Okay. All right. You got two choices. Yeah, and it's a 2003. I don't drive it that much. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can tell you what I would do. Um, where do you okay. live? Where uh, do you live? I live in, uh, well, I live in Buckeye. Okay. There is a sealer that we have found that has worked 99 times out of 100. It's a sealer that has a particular process to install it into the cooling system. And the other day, we had a, an engine with the fire ring, which is the big metal ring around the cylinder on the head gasket. The fire ring was missing two inches. So as fast as we put water in the engine, it was going out of the tailpipe. So we uh, knew this sealer would not work, but we still tried it. And it didn't work, so we had to pull the head off of it. Now, in 99 other cars, we know exactly the procedure, exactly the procedure. So start to finish, plus the sealer's $125. If it doesn't fix it, I'll give you your money back. I'll just give you your money back. Now, I got a Lexus out there that I know who's driving it that's gone three or four years with this sealer in it, and it doesn't uh-huh. plug up the radiator. It doesn't plug up the heater core. It causes no other okay. problems. It's a ceramic heat. It's a ceramic uh, sealer, and what it does is once it hits the heat of this, the combustion chamber, it turns ceramic. So no heat means the sealer doesn't do anything. So if you want... Drop your car off. Call my daughter, Andy, Salem Boys Auto, Tempe, right on the freeway, I-10 and Warner Road. Call my daughter, make an appointment. I'd like you to drop it off for a couple hours or sit in the lobby and read a magazine or something like that. And we will prep it. We will verify which cylinder it is. We'll then do the prep on it. We'll add the sealer on it. We're going to go drive it. And when we come back, we'll hand you the keys and hopefully you'll drive it all the way to Buckeye. And from that point forward, your problem is solved. I don't know how long it's going to last, but I can tell you, I've got, I've got a lot of cars out there that are well past a year. And I've got one on the top end, that Lexus that's going on three or four years. I don't really remember. So Martin, that's my offer. Do you have a pencil handy, Martin? Sure do. 
480-598-1234. And ask for All my right. daughter, Andy. A-N-D-I. Thank you, Martin. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll take more calls. I'm Mark Salem. This is KKNT. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember... The law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to your heart your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here talking about car, car repair stuff, and you're welcome to join us. We've got two callers right now, but we've got three lines available, 602-508-0960. On this radio show, we do symptoms, and then there is an exchange of conversation. I get to ask you questions, and hopefully you do your best to give me the truthful answer, and then I'm going to give you a process I think you should take to identify your problem. I am, most of the time, I am incapable of telling you what's wrong with your car. Um, I think Martin on his blown head gasket was easy. On a 1 to 10 scale, that was a 2. But when you start talking about which one of the five circuits is on a fuse is bad, then that's like a 12 on a 1 to 10 scale. I can't do that. Anyway, Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom, the owner of Action Auto Repairs, has been a friend of mine for a very long time, perhaps maybe 30 or 40 years. I like him. I trust him. And when you meet him, so will you. So no matter what you've got, whether it's import or domestic, whether it's a car or a truck or a diesel, Tom and his guys can handle your repair needs. So he handles Deer Valley in North Phoenix. He's been around since 1983. So just remember, if you don't have a shop, then Action Auto Repair Northwest Corner of I-17 in Deer Valley is a place that I would send you to if you had my cell phone. Speaking of my cell phone, Carlos, how are you today? What can we do for you? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Um, I have an 08 GMC Sierra 
with a 5.3 liter V8 and a check engine light on. I did a okay. code check and I came up with a misfire on number seven cylinder. Okay. I don't. I don't know. You know that. I, do I need a spark plug? Do I need a? I mean, it's a pretty generic code. <laughs> Well, and, and that is just exactly the problem. As a matter of fact, Carlos, now's a good time for me just to talk about something I wanted to talk about anyway. Carlos, on the Internet, they have this new device. It's called a Fix-D, okay? You're okay. going to plug this in just exactly where the mechanics do. That's right, Carlos. You're going to plug this in where the mechanics do. And you got this knot in your stomach. Now, I'm reading from this stupid paper, okay? So take it easy <laughs> on me. And... and so you got this code, so you buy this this little Kismo, you plug it in. Every car since 1996 has it. This new device will instantly diagnose your car problems for you and translate them into easy understanding terms and much more. So the next time mechanic is trying to pull one over on you, you can call him on it. Okay, you ready? <laughs> so yeah. that's what this device does, all right? Now, let me give you an yep. example. I want this device to follow this process. The first thing I'm going to do when I plug into your car is I'm going to get the same code you are. I'm right. going to look at serial stream data. So I'm going to look at the crankshaft sensor, the camshaft sensor, and I'm going to see if there's a jerk in it. I know what it looks like. You don't. And you can't even see what I'm seeing. And neither can this stupid gizmo for $29. So I'm going to look at the crank and cam sensors to see if there's really a miss. Then what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to look at the electrical consumption for all the different spark plugs. And I may take number three, or you said it wouldn't. Well, hold on a minute here. You, What cylinder did you? Oh, you just have a misfire. We don't know which one it is. So I'm going to take seven. number, number four and swap. Okay. I'm going to take seven and put it in two and two put it in seven and then I'm going to clear the codes and I'm going to see if the misfire comes back now if it moves with the spark plug I've got a broken spark plug and I'm going to put one in it this gizmo can't do any of this manual labor so right. but if it doesn't move then maybe I'll take the coil off of number seven and swap it to two now I have the spark plug and the coil in number two wow now it moves or maybe it doesn't so then if it doesn't move then it's not the spark plug it's not the, the boot or the wire and it's not the uh, the cylinder. It didn't move. So now I'm going to run a compression test on number seven to see if it looks like number six and number eight. So I might pull the spark plugs in three of those. Now, here's the bad news. Those five threes have a bad habit of eating up the cam lobes at the back of the motor. Kind of close to number seven. Yeah. And if that's the issue, then you pull the whole front and the whole top of that motor off. So we have to pull the camshaft out the front, radiator, condenser, grill, that all goes away. And then we have to put a camshaft and all new fallers, all new roller lifters, and put it all back together. And the new camshaft will be made better than the old camshaft we took out. So I'm going to also look at the valve lift as I crank it over. I may pull a valve cover, and I'm going to find that the rocker on 7 is quite different than the rockers on everything else on 1, 3, 5. And there's no way this stupid little gizmo is going to tell you what's wrong with it if that's the manual procedure. Now, once I, if it's a boot, it could be this little rubber boot that's two inches long between the coil. It's called coil over ignition. The coil sits on the top of the spark plug. So the spark plug boot's only two inches long, the wire. So the coil sits right down on the spark plug. So this boot can be bad. That's why I'm swapping parts. 
I'm not going to see the hole in the boot unless you've driven it for six months that way, and then I'm going to be able to visually see the hole in the boot. So that's really what has to happen. Your diagnostic charge is going to be somewhere between $65 and $125, and they're going to call you back with the repair. And this repair, unless it's a camshaft, this repair is going to be $100 to find it and $4 for a new boot to fix it. That's probably what you're going to be at. So does that help you out? It does. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Good luck to you, Carlos. Ron, you're up next. How can I help you, Ron? Good morning, Mark. Uh, I have a two, uh, 2002 Escape my wife just bought yesterday for my daughter. It has 173000 on it. And I went out this morning to take my first look and started it up, and the oil sensor light's on. Uh, I drove it down the street. When you hit about 2,000 RPMs, the light goes off. So uh, once again, when you go back to idle, the light comes on. So I'm just looking for what you think I need to do next with this big surprise. Okay. We, need to, we need to converse here. During this period of time, light on, light off, are there any unusual clicking or clattering going on with the motor? No, I didn't. I didn't hear anything. I, and when I drove it, I had the windows down, listening for that. Okay, that's good news. And again, as we give and take, I'm not talking to you, Ron. I'm talking to everybody. No, I got you. There's three answers: yes, no, or I don't know. Okay. <laughs> because this is a flow chart, buddy. This is a flow chart. The good news is, is that there's no clattering going on. So, I would pull the oil pressure switch out of it, and I'd hook a manual gauge to it if you were my customer, and I'd say, hey, I'm going to charge you $85 for this, and you're going to drive it for a couple of days or one day, and you're, I'm going to tape the oil pressure gauge to the outside of your windshield underneath the windshield wiper, and you can monitor the oil pressure all you want. So the question is, is I don't want it to drop below 10 pounds. So I want you to watch it, and I want you to tell me it never drops below 10. Matter of fact, it doesn't drop below 15. Bingo. The oil pressure switch is bad. I put a new one in, you're on your way. Now, I can guess with your money and just say it's very likely or more likely than not that the oil pressure sending unit is bad because of the absence of noise. So if you want, no diagnosis, boom, put in an oil pressure switch in, charge you the labor, and send you out the door. Gotcha. Those are your two choices. Okay, uh, Southern Street Northern, who would you recommend? Uh, you know, I'd... I'd where do you, do you work anywhere else? Well, I can travel. Uh, if you'd want me to come to your shop, I'm happy to okay. drive out there. No, 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 no. I thank you for saying that because that that says to me that you trust me. Thank you for saying Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But I've been on I've been on the radio since 1988, and I, with few exceptions, like I did a few minutes ago with the gentleman with the head gasket, and it's because I know I can fix his car. I know which sealer's the best, and I don't even share the name of mm -hmm. it. <laughs> because, but anyway, I always look out after your best interest. 7th Street and Northern, you can go to um, Kurtz at Bell and I-17. You can go to Action at Deer Valley in 17. You can go to 20, south of there to 25th Street, and uh, I think it's Indian School, and go to 25th Street Auto, because all three of those guys could find and fix this problem for you. Okay, so, so Kurtz, Kurtz and Action. Action. Yep, they're up there on northwest corner of Deer Valley and I-17, that's Action. Northeast corner of Bell and the 17, that's Kurtz. Now, I'm going to have a little fun with you, okay? Okay. If you're going to take it over there to either one of those guys, you walk in, 
and you say, hi, you know, I got this oil light on and stuff like that. And I was talking to Mark Salem, and he said that there's about one chance in a million that you're going to be able to find this and fix it. But he said, most of you guys are you're just missing a couple of brain cells and stuff, but still you're close to my house, so I thought I'd give you a chance. Now, they're going to laugh. They're going to laugh. And, and that's okay because you're opening the relationship up with humor. Gotcha. And that's also going to charge them. They're going to go, we can fix that problem. <laughs> and, and then when they fix it, they're going to say, you make sure you call Mark Salem back. Now, it does something else, too. It also lets them know that I referred. I want to tell you, swear to God, I don't make a dime off of that referral. I wouldn't accept the dime off of that referral. So I don't make any money, but it's a nice way to open up the relationship for you and him. So you I can stand that. on my shoulders for that, and, and you can do that. So well, thank you very much for calling. That's why you're our favorite on. show during Saturday. So thank <laughs> well, you. Thank you very much. For, uh -huh. Thank you for that. All right. Anyway, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Let me just finish up real quick about this gizmo that you can tell for sure has got my underwear just wadded up something fierce. So anyway, if you buy this little device then you can turn off the check engine light from this app, from this little thing. And if the problem is not serious, or if you wanted to see if it'll occur, how cool is that? Well, let me explain something to you. When you have a check engine light on, there's a problem. If you don't fix the problem and you clear the code, it's coming back. I don't care who you got. I don't care what your car is. I don't care what your last name is. It's coming back. You don't need this device to tell you that, but here's something I will tell you. So you plug it in, and it says, I have a lean code. Okay? Here's the, the this, this gizmo. Ha and, it, folks, I'm not mad at this gizmo. I'm not telling you not to use it because I'm going to go broke. I hope you buy one of these. I hope you put $20,000 worth of parts on your car based on a bunch of guys on the Internet telling you how to fix your car. You know why? Because when you bring it to my shop, I may I may purposely fix it for $153.50 just to rub it in. Just like the other day, a lady comes in with two guys. They're cowboys. They're from Cottonwood, Arizona. These two cowboys have spent almost $3,000 of her money trying to fix this truck, and it's still not fixed. My son Alan fixed it, I think, for 920 bucks. Guaranteed fix for $920. So I think, at the end of the day, that she's going to appreciate my shop <laughs> and probably trust her us a little bit more than Cowboy A and Cowboy B. So if you want to buy these gizmos, knock yourself out. But if you have a link code, you have to check fuel pressure. You have to check for vacuum leaks. You have to check the PCV, PCV valve system. You have to check the brake booster. You have to check the, check the intake manifold. You have to check all of this. And this little handheld gizmo has about as much chance of accomplishing those goals as it does to commit. To, you can tape it to your head, and it's going to do brain surgery for you. I just don't want you to be ripped off. I want you to recognize that the code means a trail of labor. We have to find it, and we have to perform tests. This thing can't do that. All it can tell you is what the code is. Then you can get on the Internet, and you can have perfect strangers guess with your money. And then after you spent thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars, take it to one of the shops I've got on my website, and they'll fix it for you without guessing with your money. 
602-508-0960. Gil will answer the phone. Be nice to him. Even if you don't like me, I want you to be nice to Gil. <laughs> 602-508-0960. My, my, my name is Mark Salem. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.